Hey, if you love The Goon Show, I'll bet you'll love my new comedy podcast called Expertise, where a fake expert makes up fake facts about real things. It's nutty, zany, silly, with lots of room for improvisation, just like The Goons. Join us, won't you, at funnypodcast.co. We quote from the Magister Guardian, 71057. Excavations which began in May at the Tower of London have now been completed without the discovery of any buried treasure. This was announced by the Ministry of Works. Yeah. But that's how the old taxpayer's money goes down. Those excavations were carried out to provide information about the war. Yes, folks! Yes, folks! And also to supply a plot for the old leather goon show! The story starts in the year 1600. My master is away on American shore. <laughs> in and Peru. His sentry walks the battlements, and the time is half past two. Walter Raleigh, got any fags? <laughs> Listen now, good Spearman Eccles. Uh-huh. We're about to embark upon a plot. Oh. You see yon treasure chest I'm holding? Yep. Get hold of the other end. Okay. Oh. Whoa, this is heavy. Now grab hold of this end. Okay. Right. Now you've got both ends. <laughs> Wait, I, I've only got this end. Nonsense. Who's got the other end? It's me. Oh, it is me. I'm holding both ends. There you are, folks. Let's see him do that on television. Ah, it's Peter Sellers in his Bill and Miles set. Marn Tawala. I got a boat standing by with the oars sticking over. Ha. Right. Then here is the pin the plot. <laughs> this chest contains certain treasure which I intend to smuggle home and bury in the Tower of London. Right, sir. I'll just get my book of airy sea phrases out, sir. <laughs> All airy hands aloft the airies. <laughs> Sever the braces and lower the Jane Mansfield. That was in 1600. I say, it was jolly noisy, wasn't it? However, our story continues in 1957 at a meeting of the Ministry of Works. All England forever on the three of buckets of white horse. I say, hail something from today. Fiery <laughs> speeches like this will save the party. Oh, mine for the drains at Hackney. <laughs> oh, and all the pong at Battersea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Moriarty. 
I must read Hansard tomorrow. Why, has he written another book? <laughs> Five pieces at the back. What, what? Uh, and short at the sides. You've got a bunch of the <laughs> Gentlemen, I have discovered that British new laid eggs are being stamped with a lion. Oh. It's a fraud. Why, sir? They're not lion's eggs. <laughs> now, gentlemen, could we close the doors, please? Outside, we can speak freely. <laughs> About these excavations we're carrying out in the tower. Do you find any treasure then? What? You know very well we're only digging down to see if the walls of the tower are safe. I'm afraid the result was a failure. Uh, a, a failure? <laughs> Why? <laughs> we didn't find any buried treasure. You, you couldn't have. You couldn't have been. You couldn't have been digging. You couldn't have been digging in. You couldn't have been digging in the. You couldn't have been digging in the. In the right place. I just made it up. Don't tell me the letter. It was the right place, all right, but the treasure wasn't there. The treasure's buried in the wrong place. Precisely. Then why don't we dig there? Come, it would be folly to dig for it in the wrong place. What? 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 What we must do is to find the right, wrong place. What we've been digging in is the wrong, right place. I second that. Now, I suggest that we consult a treasure expert. My card. Yes, my dear. <clears throat> the speaker was a tall, pale man clad in livery. Yes, and this tall, livery man clad in a pail... Is Count Jim, I must get those hinges on my socks oiled, Moriarty, world bankruptcy champion for the year ending 1957. I am grit thin treasure expert. Make me a tender for recovering the treasure. The recovery, my dear boy, is free. It's the digging that comes out a little expensive. How much? Well, each shovelful of earth excavated will be posted to you, and you will remit by return post one guinea. I accept. When do you start excavating? Moriarty. Ah. It's no good digging here. The treasure's at the Tower of London. Ah, but we're approaching it from underneath, you say. That way we avoid the traffic at Oxford Circus. So that's how you do it. Hand me that shovel. I want to get home early tonight. Where do you live? In a hole in the ground. An ideal position for hearing Max Geldray and his old Dutch conch. <laughs> Money, I'll hear a quick hour. <laughs> Splendid. <laughs>
The Treasure in the Tower, Part 2. Let us go back to that fateful night aboard the ship in the year 1600. Night! Gather around, shipmate! It was a dark and stormy night, and the captain said to one of his men, Tell us a story. And the following story I told. Now, I don't wish to do that. Now, you see this map of the tower? No. Listen, you nit, this is radio. You don't have to see a real map. Oh, oh, oh then I see it, yeah. Where, where? Oh, <laughs> here's a good. Now, <clears throat> when we arrive there, we're going to bury the treasure there. Oh. And then we'll scream in the Scranton Square. We'll Meanwhile, in 1957, dawn is striking midnight over the Tower of London. The guard commander discharges his duties. Not so loud, please. You, you, you want to wake the sentries up? They've had a hard day posing for tourists, you know. Now another portion of raven pie. Yes, tower speciality de la tower... The Tower de Londres. Oh, 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 dear, oh, dear. Now, I usually have a knock on the door about here. There it is. Dead on time, the old 1223. I wonder who the driver is. It's me, sir. Gad, it's guardsman Tom Euros. I say, wait a moment. Who else is in your battle dress with you? It's me, Jim. Me, me. Rattle me cruddles. It's, it's Rifleman Spriggs. Let go, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Two men sharing one uniform. Sharing one uniform. Look here, this merging of regiments is going too far, I tell you. No, Major, it's just that his uniform's at the laundry. What? At the laundry. You know you're not allowed to sublet your battle dress. But it's only occupying the basement. Dad, it must be hell down there. Wait a moment. I believe I can hear footsteps in your boots. Yes, man, that's me. Good heavens, that means there's three men in one battle dress. Major, 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 Major Bloodnock. It's Haveldar Sinji's thing. Major, sir. I hear strange noises coming from underneath the crown jewels type room. Oh! Oh. Hand me my loaded jeweler's glass. Yes, sir. Now, take this photo of me holding a gun and go and challenge them. <laughs> According to Seagoon's instructions on this shovel, the treasure is right above us. Oh, uh, just a few more strokes of this. <laughs> I can see daylight. You're through, Moriarty. You mean I'm fired? You fool, strike a light. That's a loud torch. It belonged to Arthur J. Rank. Listen, good night. Look, look, a whole treasure. 
Crown, scepters, and orbs, and other things that people can't see on radio. No wonder they couldn't find the treasure. The fools dug down for it. This treasure was buried above ground level. Hands up! What are you two doing in the Royal Crown Jewel stage? Moriarty, put this crown on quick. Right. Who are you, I say? I'm the King of England! Oh. <laughs> I'll go and put the kettle on. Uh, he's gone, Gritpipe. Yes, Your Majesty. Put the treasure in the sack now. Wait till the Minister of Work sees this. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in 1600, the good ship Venus approaches. Great spolicons! Look, young, silhouetted against the darkness. I see the Tower of London. Meantime, in 1957... Gad! Silhouetted against the darkness, a wooden galleon sailing into the Pool of London. Fire! Back in 1600. Ten Someone's firing at us from yon tower! We'd better get the treasure ashore in the airy longboat, sir. Yes. Nar, nor blast, I say. Blast, arms. <laughs> we left the treasure chest back in airy America. America! Airy. <laughs> Harry Eccles! Harry Seagulls! <laughs> Nip back for it! Right! What's keeping him? <laughs> Meantime, in 1957, two figures with crown jewels creep along, which makes the people in 1600 say... Get suits what strangely clad mortals! Shh, not so loud, Moriarty. <laughs> Dows those owls, Moriarty. People see them. Harry, here's the Ray Ellington spawn. What's the matter? How well I know if I love you How well I know if I love you How well I know if I love you He'll know it, know it, know it, know it Will I feel a chill run up my spine When your tasty lips are pressed to mine Will I want to hold you close and tight Cuddle up and squeeze with all my might You will, you will, you will, you will how will I know if I feel it? How will I know if I feel it? How will I know if I feel it? He'll feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it. Will I get excited when you're near? Whispering sweet talk in my ear. Will I feel my heart beat much too fast? Will I know the thrill of love at last? You will, you will, you will, you will. How will I know if I like it? How will I know if I like it? How will I know if I like it? Will I 
Treasure in the Tower, Part 3, 1957. Ah, gentlemen, come in. <laughs> Good news, Mr. Minister. We found the buried treasure in the tower. Look. valuable sound effects. Well, if it weren't for the fact that they weren't the crown jewels, I'd swear they were the crown jewels. Little does he know that they are, folks, but we're not going to be lumbered with them. There, gentlemen, your fee. Ten thousand pounds in sterling. <laughs> ta, ta, Niddy. Come, come. Goodbye, Niddy. A sailor's farewell. <laughs> Officer, arrest that man for stealing the crown jewels. What? That sailor's lying. You can't arrest me. I'm the minister of something or other. I... In summing up, the judge said... It's quite clear <laughs> you didn't know these were the crown jewels. Not guilty. On the second charge, ten years hard labour. <laughs> second charge? Yes, being a minister of the government and accepting money for it to wit robbery. Ten years... <laughs> Ten years later. Ah, free at last. Who said it was ten years later? I did, sir. Ten years hard. No, wait, let me out. I was only saying what was in the script. It's nothing to do with me. I'll, I'll help you, mate. Ten years later. Free at last. Who said ten years later? You just did. Let me out, I'm the judge. Help me. Oh, well, thank heavens the crown jewels are back in the tower. That means I won't have to redeem the real ones I pawned. I Great splatterks of crab. Look in the ocean, it's an idiot in a Tudor swimming costume and dragging a treasure chest. Verily, give us down me aid. Grab my hand and take my chest. You're a funny shape, aren't you? <laughs> Oh, God jokes upon a face of cardoy. Ta! What? Oh, 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 I spun. Thou art strangely dressed, thou art. Thou art. Thou art. Thou art strangely dressed. Obviously an idiot. Strange occurrence. I'll make a note of this in my military diary. October 1950. 
What, uh, what year did that? 1957, October. 1957? 1957? Yes. 1957? yes. Oh, I've swum too far. <laughs> well, where are you from, then? 1600. What? I'd better be getting back. Hup! Well, I don't know who you were, sir, or where you came from, but you did me a power of good. <laughs> good for you, lad. Come again. Part three. The Ministry of Works Excavations in the boiler room off Mint Street. That was rather quick, wasn't it? For which I shall put on my crown kit. But, Mr. Crum, what makes you think the treasure is buried in the boiler room? It's warmer down there. Splendid reason. Now, first, we must find the exact spot where the treasure is buried. Splendid idea. You'll get a copy of the birthday honors for this. Miss Bannister? Yes? Miss Bannister here is a qualified treasure diviner with honors in steam and banjo. Good heavens! To look at her, you'd never have thought she'd ridden a horse in her life. Okay, buddy. i get ready for my hairy divining. I'll just put on these cardboard bicycle clips now. Um, I'm ready, buddy. I'll get on the rhythm organ. Right. One, two. Yes, what a great year 1957 was for England. Meantime, back in 1600, aboard the hairy longboat. Sleepy on oars, men. Listen. I hear sounds of pipe organ. There must be someone digging for treasure for it. Someone must have got the wind of it. They couldn't have. I had it deodorized. All oh, right. But hold on. Yes. Shh. Hold. Someone approaches. Jones. It is a heap of upright clothing with a hat on top. You insult the uniform and legs of blibbertos. <laughs> A voice comes from within the trousers. It is me, the beef eater of England. <laughs> See, holds that dirty big lump of meat. <laughs> also, a choice of two veg. <laughs> Prithee, thou speakest in fine conundrums. Oh. Come, help us with this chest. Oh, you got trouble with your chest? <laughs> My mum rubs mine with hot agony oil. <laughs> she goes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, you rhythm man. Don't move. Who are you? Who are you? Fain, let us pass. I am Sir Walter Raleigh. Oh, is this a television for schools, then? Oh, where's the cameras? I can do my idiot waving to my friends in school. Hello there, Harold Pratt. Hello, Mary Quills. Peter Cadbury and Vera Millington. It's Blibbertel here. Tell the teacher we'll be in tomorrow. I'm just standing by... He has fallen in the water. Mr. Reddinson, what a rally you. I shall never eat potatoes again. Thinks I'm drowning. So that's why I'll never eat potatoes again. Spillikins of blood. Heckles, pull him out. I'll take your treasure and bury it in yon boiler room. Heckles, save me. But, what, where are you? 
In the water in 1957. Oh, I can't help you then. Oh, no. I'm in 1600. <laughs> you can't be in there in that 1600 there. I can see it quite clearly. Ah, but in 1957 you got all them good natural health spectacles. Be the man sees no one touches them, and then you can pull me out. I don't know what he means, but I can't do that. I'm not really, I'm really, I'm, I'm really not here. What do you mean, but am I good man? I'll tell you more, I'll tell you more. <laughs> if, if, what did the. This is 1957. You said this is 1957? Say yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, if this is 1957, I'm dead. Then why are you standing up? Um, well, I'm not in... Uh, oh! Oh, I'll tell you I'm running up. Because I'm in 1600 and you're, you're not born yet. Meantime, a few yards away in 1957. There's no treasure in the tower, buddy. I've, I've dug down 30 feet and burst a water main. I'd better bandage it with iodine. Oh, I... You imposters! So you're not treasure diviners after all, you're water diviners. Where's my speaking trumpet? Oh, calling ball. He's calling fox. Hello, fox. He's calling fox. Give over. This is... Hello, fox. This is a sad day for the Ministry of Works, folks. Oh, this has been. Oh. All we've got for our troubles, folks, is a 30-foot-old, folks. Farewell, folks. Kadzooks, he has gone. Ah, hello, folks. Then... We can bury the treasure in the hole here. <laughs> and that, folks, is why in 1957 they didn't find the treasure that was buried in 1600. It's all in the mind, you know. Oh. That was The Goon Show, a BBC recorded programme featuring Peter Sellers, Harry Seacom and Spike Milligan with the Railington Quartet, Max Gelbray and the orchestra conducted by Wally Stott. Script by Spike Milligan and Larry Stevens. Announcer, Wally Screenslade. The programme produced by Charles Chilton. Man, as John Lennon said, love those goon shows. Just a quick reminder for more comedy fun, come on over to funnypodcast.co for the expertise comedy podcast.